Hey, welcome back to another episode of Kansas City's Marketing and Advertising Podcast. I am your host again, David English. And a lot of the episodes, or a good percentage of them that you listen to, I am building rapport with the individual as we're having the conversation. They were an introduction, someone that I met here just recently, and today is not that episode. Um, I have with me today uh, a longtime friend. He is the owner of Desmo Marketing um, here in Kansas City. His name is Jordan Olson. And God, man, how long has it been? We've been we've known each other for seven or eight, nine years at least. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, probably seven, um, eight years. We uh, um, longtime networking friends. Um, he's been a client of mine. Full disclosure. So that doesn't mean that I'm nice to him um, excessively. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> um, about a couple times a year, we get together and go find somewhere fun and unique for lunch, um, which is way overdue. But um, today, we're here to talk about Desmo, um, what they do, what they can do, some of their unique um, marketing strategies for their customers. Um, but I'm going to kick it over to Jordan, man. How you doing? What's going on? Well, first off, thanks for having me on the podcast here. Um, Absolutely. The, you, this is my first time, so be gentle. Uh, so you're just screwing up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, as David said, uh, I'm Jordan Olson. I'm the owner of Desmo Marketing. Um, it's named after my son, who's Desmond. Um, maybe someday it'll be the family business to pass on to him. Who knows? But yeah. um, we are just a small little boutique agency, um, just a husband and wife working out of our house. And we focus on kind of um, smaller businesses that can't afford the 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 full agency experience. The rock star agency, right. multi million dollar budget. You you want to focus on the local businesses. Absolutely, we say that we don't have the the fancy waiting room with the flavored fruit water. You know, while you wait, you know. But right. because of that, um, it, it shows in the pricing. You know, we understand it. Being small business owners, we understand that not everybody can afford that. How long have you had Desmo? Uh, we are in our seventh year. So you're a smaller boutique agency, but it's not like you're new. I mean, not at you've all. been around, you're, 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 you've, you have, you've been established for quite a while. Yep, been doing this for quite a while. Um, started off very slow, just working, you know, mainly word of mouth. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, a few friends and family members, and they kind of pass us along, and then it just keeps going. Um, it's one of the few projects in my life that um, no matter what, it, it just... It, I can't stop it, so it just yeah. <laughs> take good. a break, and then it just uh, the, it just keeps coming back around. So, so I want to get to Desmond in a second. Um, mm-hmm. Let's back up. You know, give people who are listening. You know, are you from Kansas City? Where Where are you from? What um, What's your background look like? Okay, so yeah, I am from Kansas City, born and raised. Been here my whole life, um, except for a short uh, stint up in St. Joe. Um, that's uh, where my wife is from. Uh, actually, short story, but met her at a trade show. It was the very first trade show that I had ever worked. I was managing the booth, and I was just a hot mess. I was running around like a crazy person. And she was in the booth caddy corner. Um, I ran over with my my very smooth uh, pickup line. I like I'm your sure, purple shoes. I'm sure it was smooth. <laughs> I like your purple shoes. Okay. <laughs> um, she... Uh, Welcome to the Dating Advice <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and um, anyways, long story short, uh, the line worked. And um, we <laughs> went on a date and um, I moved up to St. Joe and lived up there for a couple years. And was driving to Lee Summit every day. I remember that. Yeah, it was absolutely terrible. Um, and I had to find another job. 
and I kind of tripped and fell into this job here. Mm-hmm. Uh, my day job was a JR and company. It's a commercial roofing contractor. Um, and um, I guess the rest is history. Yeah, Desmo is uh, the uh, child born after that. Yes, yes, the child born after that. And How uh, involved is she? is she? She actually is quite involved. She um, does the majority of the web design yeah. and uh, a good chunk of the copywriting. She was an English major. Um, English education major, so she and a published author, so she's really into writing more on the creative side. And then I kind of taught her how to write for more of a marketing sales side, sure. just because it's a, a there's a huge difference. Yeah, there's a huge difference. It's a bit more profitable. I got yelled at a lot by her, you know, because I would capitalize words in the middle of a sentence and uh, use dot 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 for a pause, and she's like, "That's not what it means." Grammatically, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I'm like, "It's all right." And copywriting doesn't matter as long as you get your point across and get them to take the action. So. We don't care about um, <laughs> what's uh, officially correct in the English grammar. That's right. Um, so, uh, agency is such a broad term. Um, it is. Marketing is such a broad term. Um, I've interviewed ag- small agencies that, that do media buying, that do um, you know so- social media, and that's exclusively where they want to hang their hat, which is great. Mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, SEO, website development. I mean, where do you guys, where's your niche? Where do you fall in that, that huge spectrum of marketing? It, it is huge. And, and even just digital by itself is digital huge. huge. Um, so I definitely say we're, you know, digital, a digital agency or digital marketers. Um, but that still could cover so much, like you yeah. just said. Um, we try to keep it to um, web design and specifically Squarespace web design. Okay. Um, that's our platform of choice. We actually don't build WordPress sites. Uh, we don't mess around with Wix, Weebly, any of that. Um, we really like Squarespace, and that's just kind of where we started, and that's a great spot for us. Yep. You don't have to be extremely, you don't have to be a quote-unquote web developer to work on Squarespace. Oh. It, it lends itself much better to marketers. But it's so, why, I'll ask you, mm-hmm. why Squarespace? Just that reason? Well, that reason, it, it's incredibly user-friendly. And then a lot of these, a lot of our clients, like I said, are small clients. And at the end of it, you know, we turn the site over to them. Um, I, I don't know that all agencies do that. I know some of them like to keep the, they kind of own the rights to the site and yeah. then you kind of rent it from them. We give them the site when we're done. And with Squarespace, it gives them the ability to go in and with very little um, training or, you know, know-how, they could go in and do some small stuff like add a blog post, switch some pictures around, you know, add a little bit of text, which... Even on, I find that even on WordPress, most, just the average business owner, small business owner is too intimidated to try to do that. Too intimidated and there's not a lot of time in your day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something that can easily be pushed to the back burner. Absolutely. But if it's easy and Squarespace, mm-hmm. Squarespace is easy, you can turn it over to them and say, mm-hmm. here you go, here's how you make changes. Yep. And you're, and you're good to go. And honestly, most of our clients just stay on board with us and they you know, just call us and ha- have us handle it for them. But um, I, I like that that's an option. Sure. And, and it really just comes back to a long time ago. I was tired of dealing with, you know, especially, you know, you know, five, ten years ago, um, the only guys building websites were the IT guys. Mm-hmm. Like, they were the tech guys or they were, like, full-on graphic designers, one of the two. But they weren't marketers. So, like, they didn't speak the same language as me. So it was all this back and forth and I was – it was – it's just a big pain to get you know, little small changes made. And as a marketer, you like to tweak stuff. You're always testing ideas, testing copy because I'm a copywriter, so I'm always changing it around. And I was like, I got to learn how to do this myself. 
and I evaluated all the options and uh, Squarespace was just the easiest answer for it. I like that you have made that strategic decision mm -hmm. to stick with one platform. Absolutely. Because while a customer could call you up and say, um, you know, our website right now is through Wix or mm -hmm. we're with Wix, whatever maybe to, to be able to con be, have a concrete answer and say, that's great, this is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. And it makes the process so much easier uh, for the customer. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We will do some, like, say, SEO for other yeah. sites on other platforms. But that's mainly just, like, link building or yeah. some content creation where we're not having to mess around with the site. But anytime someone comes to us with a design project, it's got to come to Squarespace. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to try to fix your site in WordPress. It's, uh, it's not my skill set. I'm not the best guy for it. So. And again, there, uh, I'll say it again. The fact that you can say that and say, it's not what I do, but great. I'm not going to mess mm -hmm. with it. Let's move on. I mean, you don't have to be the right fix for everyone. That's right. And you don't have to be everything to everyone. Know, know your lane. Mm -hmm. You know, less is more. Absolutely. Um, type Copywriting, you've mentioned it a few times. Mm -hmm. um, what? Uh, walk me through that process. Are you guys um, typing up resumes? Are you, are you working on websites? Or are you just working on basic LinkedIn profiles? What, what's that look like? Okay, so that's a little bit of everything. So uh, that's actually where I got my chops in marketing. Sure. Um, I was a sales guy forever. And I met a guy and he was like, you should try marketing and I'm like well what what do you mean and he's like well, it's it's way better than sales because you can use all the same words and ideas and tactics and you put them on to some sort of media usually at this point in time it was direct mail that's yeah. what I learned and you write this sales letter and then it goes out and does the work for you over and over and over and over again and you don't have to redo it and you don't have to see everybody that you talk to you just send it out so he was a big direct mail guy and got me into writing copy and I I ended up writing a four-page sales letter and we sent it out to like 50,000 people direct mail and it brought in like $27,000 and I was over the moon like I was uh, this is so cool and um and it, and what I realized it is cool it is um and copywriting to me is really the the heart of marketing like it is we don't see words on paper as much as we used to, but there's still words on websites. There's words everywhere and the power of the word, even if it's in a video, someone had to write that script and using carefully chosen words and a, a carefully crafted wordsmithing, I feel is, um, it's almost a lost art. Well, and as a marketer, you can appreciate that the statement I'm about to make, I think there's a lot of value in a sentence or a paragraph or, uh, an explanation of who you are on a website that can make or break that site. I mean, stressing over the right verb or the right adjective or the right, you know, punctuation in in a website. I mean, that's a huge decision, mm -hmm. and it, it's a, it's a art form that it's not just it, it's not just words on a screen or words on a piece of paper anymore. It's it's important. It, it is um, the ability to get your message across. Concise is the big thing now. <clears throat> Everybody, we all know that our That's attention cool. pans, attention spans are too short. So you've only got them for a few seconds, you know, to really when they land on your website or see your ad, you've got a few seconds to grab their attention. Mm -hmm. So I always say, you know, you got to reach off the screen and smack them in the face, like you know, that's the whole goal of what you're trying to do. Yeah. And so the majority of our copywriting services now are usually for websites, you know, for web pages. Um, I haven't got to write a direct mail piece in a long time. That would be a really cool project. Sure. I, I, I'm hoping I stumble across one. 
Um, actually, the the most recent is we had to write um, recommendations for a dating site, an online dating site. Oh, nice. So I wanted to sound like a, like a friend, you know, talking to his buddy, like, here's why, hey, have you ever thought about online dating? Like, you know, yeah. maybe you should try that. This is a better way to go find. And they specifically wanted to go after guys that were targeting cougars. So it was just a, it was kind of a fun project. And... Oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, so that, <laughs> we have done over, I think it's 1,600 copywriting projects in the past five years. Um, everything from uh, online dating sites trying to get guys to go after cougars to um, elevator part manufacturing. I was okay. a little dull. Um, yeah. All sorts of you know health and wellness coaching and all that. And then we did a 10-part uh, email drip sequence for a guy that sells ukulele lessons online. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah, it was Is the u- ukulele in high demand right now. <laughs> um, I it's like ukulology or something. I can't remember exactly, but it was really cool. And he, you know, had this website. and He was trying to, um, you know, he had these this kind of module based site. You know, yeah. it was like a, a you had your subs- monthly subscription to it. You know, and and I, I wrote this big drip campaign for him. So, uh, anyways, well, I mean, so take those examples. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and the wording and the language and the voice of what. It's all different. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's it's um, you want it to read different, feel different while you're. You don't want to go to a dating website mm-hmm. and have the same feeling as the ukulele as guy. As the ukulele guy, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't match up. I mean, I don't want to date someone who sounds like an elevator. <laughs> That's an right. elevator pitch. I mean, it's so. It's it's an art form, and that you have to. Um, it's almost like branding. You know the the brand of how your website sounds and how your yeah. documents, your ma- direct mail pieces, or whatever, it's it's your brand. It, it totally fits in your brand. Every brand has a, a tone, as we like to yeah. say. You know, and you have to figure out, you know, what your what your tone is, what you want to project. I, I personally prefer, a, you know, a, a conversational, friendly kind of cheeky tone. Sure. That's usually you know where kind of our wheelhouse is at. Um, I think too many people, especially like in the B two B world they place too much importance on what they do. Um, and that's not to say what you do isn't important. But, I know what you mean. Um, yeah. But they, they want, well, you know, we only talk to, you know, CEOs and all this, you know, and we need to come across very professional. And, you know, I'm like, but they're people too. Like, they're just normal people, you know. And um, what I found is usually a conversational tone works way better than that really dry corporate tone. Like, it's just, it, it's bland. You know what? I love that because you... You're right. They're just everyday people, mm-hmm. and you don't need to sound. I mean, you can sound polished and mm-hmm. exciting and joyful to listen to or read about mm-hmm. at the same time. Absolutely. Um, no, that's fun. I, I was on a website the other day, and I forget the URL, but it was um, a very. Uh, it was like a financial services type mm-hmm. um, uh, industry, uh, insurance maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the website was so, uh, like. Full of smart ass remarks. Okay. Don't call us on Monday morning. We're probably probably hung over from the weekend. You know, you want to leave a message? We don't care. I mean, it just it didn't match. It didn't make sense. Yeah. Like, this is the person handling my finances. You don't care and you're hung over. You know, if we don't answer the phone, we're on the golf course. I mean, it they meant it tongue in cheek. Yeah. It was obvious. The colors, the branding, the, you know, the how the website played, mm-hmm. it was obvious that it was tongue in cheek, yeah. kind of a joke. Yeah. Meant to be very, uh, maybe maybe a little pressure. Mm-hmm. But it just didn't. It didn't work. Didn't fit. It didn't because 
yeah, you are uh, being low key about it. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing. You're a financial firm. Fi- yeah. Financial industry insurance. You need to. It's you need people's to sound money. Good. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. I, I would be curious to know like how well that's working for them. Yeah. Because you know? I, I appreciate the the attempt, but it does sound like that might be the wrong niche or vertical for that. But it might. I mean, it just. But they need a copywriter to sit down with them and say, mm-hmm. "Listen, let's." Kind of accomplish it, both. But yeah, you could still be down. cheeky, absolutely. We'll just dial it back just a little bit. Like yeah. you know, um, the, the ukulele guy might be able to get away with you know being hungover, but uh, not, not, <laughs> not financial your financial fund. advisor. Yeah, you don't. Um, you don't want that. So I mean, okay. I want. I want to move on to the next yeah. topic here because this is one of my favorites, and um, you guys have found a niche, a uh, an area of marketing that um, is very unique. Mm-hmm. I don't know of anyone else doing it right now. And there was just, and we talked about it before we started up the podcast. There was a strategic decision that you made mm-hmm. to focus on these, which uh, on this area, it's, it's a birthday marketing program, mm-hmm. and um, you're targeting to everyone that has a birthday. That, I mean, that's, that, right. that's that's everybody. <laughs> but walk me through this because we just tapped in, just touched it before mm-hmm. we turned the mic on. What walk me through this thing? Yeah, absolutely. So um, most of us are familiar with restaurants having a birthday club. Yeah. And um, you get an email, says yep. happy birthday, 10% off. Yeah, come on in, happy birthday, you know, we'll give you a free appetizer. They all have one. All the big corporate ones do. Yeah. The problem is that it's an internal birthday club. So it's already someone who's your customer, who's already possibly frequenting your restaurant, and then you're giving them a free appetizer to come in. And obviously the theory is they're going to come in, it's their birthday. People who are celebrating a birthday usually spend more money and they like to buy a couple drinks, they have a good time, they usually bring a couple people with them. Mm-hmm. So that's the theory. But... The problem is it's already a customer. They have probably been there in the last month or two. Yeah, very possibly. Yeah. Um, so the the concept of this birthday marketing club is it's an external birthday marketing club. People that aren't frequently frequenting your restaurant. Yeah. Is it just restaurants? Um, it could be any sort of really entertainment okay. type destination. It's somewhere where you'd want to go celebrate your birthday is okay. the kind of the key to it. So um, it, it could work with the spa or it could work with like, you know, Top Golf or, something. you know, you could go throw axes or something like that. But... Um, any, anything where there's kind of an activity where you'd celebrate your birthday. Yeah. So the concept is, it's really simple and that's why I like it. Um, is I, there's a way across social media to target people who are having a birthday within the next seven days. So we come up with one of those similar offers, a free appetizer or, you know, a BOGO, buy one, get one free, free dessert, something like that. Um, And we put it out there and we target people within a 15 minute radius of your establishment. And we're only targeting people with a birthday in the next seven days. Um, They respond, they get the coupon via their smartphone. It's a really cool little software platform that backs it up. And then the, the best part about it is whenever they come into your establishment and they have their ticket, they show you the phone with the coupon on there and actually can give it to the server and the server can actually like punch in a code and the dollar amount so you're able to track the ROI on instantly yeah instantly so at the end of the month instead of saying you know with like say like a val pack or you know a money mailer type thing you know the the answer that most business owners give is oh well, I think it's working you know uh, you know I, I, some people come in i think you know um this way, we know it's working. We can show you. We can say, hey, you had you know $750 worth of tickets come in off of our coupons. You, you can sit down with the customer and say, we have these people that are here. Mm-hmm. They um, took advantage of the coupon, mm-hmm. and you spent this, and you made this. Yep. 
um, the ticket saved your customers. This you yeah. want through all the analytics of the promo, so they can walk by, walk out, and make an educated decision at the end of the day, saying yes, this is good, mm-hmm. or no, this is bad. Yep, absolutely. And kind of the the bonus or the gravy on top of that is not everybody that responds to the ad is going to make it into the restaurant, but they still respond to the ad and we have their information. So you get that list at the end of every month. You get the entire list. So you get the people that redeemed the coupon and the people that didn't. Yeah. But you can still take both of those, throw them into your whatever kind of you know uh, email platform that you got, whatever, or text message marketing, whatever you want to do. And now you've got a list to follow up to with whatever. Say you have your, you know, your slow Wednesday night, and you want to get some people in the door, and you come up with some crazy special, and you just shoot it out to them. And that's a way to get, you know, butts in the seats. Isn't there a residual value though that the customer is not paying for? The people who see the ad, mm-hmm. maybe they already have plans. Yep. Maybe they've got family in town and they're having a barbecue. Mm-hmm. Maybe, who knows? Maybe they got sick on their birthday and they can't go out to eat. Mm-hmm. But they saw the ad. Absolutely. Saw the ad, and you know they're not going to come in and get their free appetizer or their bogo. They're going to come in and, and, and spend a full check. Mm-hmm. And they're going to sit there in the back of their mind. They're going to know, God, I wish I was here for my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, the queso looks really good, or you know the uh, the the nacho appetizer maybe uh-huh. looks really good. Um, wish I was here for my birthday. I'm not. I came in later. Yeah. And there's a there's a profit there for the customers that they're probably not seeing. Yeah. Uh, I. As a as a you know old school direct mail guy, you know I come from the you know direct response marketing, so I'm not the biggest fan of awareness that you know agencies love to throw around. You know brand awareness, you know they love to they love to throw it around, um, and I'm not saying there's nothing to it, but for small businesses, especially the little guys, like you got to be able to prove your marketing works. You know you need to be able to prove the ROI. Um, because every dollar they spend is so important. Yes, that because I work with I. I I love that. I work with so many small businesses. Every dollar they spend is important. Mm-hmm. And to be able to turn around and say, this worked for you. Yeah. You can prove that it worked. But you're right. You do get some awareness. You do get some top of mind, you know, because yeah. you're 24 7, you know, their little coupon ad is, you know, just fluttering across social media. And people are liking it and sharing it. And they're sharing it with their friends and commenting on it and making jokes about it. And it's this like little miniature living billboard out there that is just cruising around, and it's up year round. So there is an awareness value to it. Um, sure. But I like to just consider that bonus. Okay, so at the end of the week, you've marketed to all these people within mm-hmm. the seven days yep. who have a birthday. Yep. Right. Um, most people I know only have one birthday a year. That's right. <laughs> um, so what happens? So you kick those pe- group to the curb and yep. find another group to market to. So what happens is, is those people just drop off as they have their birthday. And then the people that are having a birthday in the next seven days come on. So that solves the whole banner blindness problem. Yeah. Especially online, it's a huge problem. You'll see, you know, when someone's doing a heavy display campaign, like you, you know, when you're being followed by a company, you'll see them everywhere. Yeah. And eventually you just start ignoring it. Yeah. Um, but with this case, it's gone in seven days. Well, it eliminates the nuisance problem mm-hmm. small business owners are afraid of. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you, I hear a lot, and I'm sure you do too, that. I don't want to advertise that much. I don't want to be, how often are they going to see my ad? I don't want to be a nuisance. With this, they're not. Yeah. And so seven days it's gone, you know, and they're not going to see it again for a year. And that's another bonus is, uh, you know, unlike the money mailer type things is, you know, those go out every, what, two months or something like yeah. that. So every two months they're coming in and they're, they're hitting you up for a free appetizer. Yeah. You know, this is once a year, you know, so this is on their birthday 
and they're coming in once a year and it's their birthday so they spend more on average than your typical customers do so within you said 15 miles yeah 15 miles so within that 15 miles how many people in a given week have birthdays so I, I ran the numbers for all the kind of major suburbs in the Kansas City area, kind of the Northland, you know, and all the areas. Mm-hmm. And it's ranging anywhere from like 600 to 1,200 a week. Yeah. So, um, and that's fresh people every week that are seeing your advertisement. So really, it doesn't take a lot to make the ROI worth it for the restaurant. You, you spend 70 to 100 bucks at a restaurant mm-hmm. for your birthday. Yeah, I think the Restaurant Association says that like the average birthday party spends like $76 or something like that, yeah. which seems even a little low to me. That's really low. Yeah, because I would think you'd have a couple drinks in there too. But A couple drinks in there, get the kids, they, they order the pizza, they decide they don't want pizza, they decide they want the chicken nuggets, so they, then they have two meals for the kids because the kids are all great. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, we could go down that rabbit hole, but they're not. <laughs> That's a different podcast. <laughs> That's right. Um... Yeah, seventy six is low, but um, still, it doesn't take many of those to cover. Oh God, no. yeah, to cover your costs, and uh, in some other markets where I've seen this done, um, I'm seeing that you know these restaurants are bringing in you know three to five, maybe even seven birthday parties a week, so uh, it's easily paying for itself. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, easily it's a week, and mm-hmm. um, if you're looking at a situation where. You're new. You're in front of a new audience every week, mm-hmm. um, and what I like about it is it's not. Um, how do I say? What's about not Valpac? It's um, it's not offering up an offer that is going to debilitate the restaurant. That's right. Um, and a lot of times you see these deals of come in and buy a lawnmower and mm-hmm. get three weed eaters for free or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. <laughs> um, that's just it's a horrible lot. But if you're you're giving away a a queso. Yep. You're giving away a um, cheese sticks. Yep. I mean, it's not a slice of cheesecake. Slice of cheesecake. <laughs> I mean, and for the restaurant, it's a no-brainer. If you can have a different twelve hundred people every single week, you're marketing. Well, yeah, and, and because it's their birthday, that's a that's a huge that's a huge part of the factor because they're going to spend more. Yeah. You know, it, that's that's the problem with the 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 vault packs, the money mailers is it's you know it's just showing up whenever. So, yeah. um, the, it's not a special occasion. So they may come in just to take advantage of that free appetizer and you know go super cheapskate on you. Well, dude, I know what's in my vault pack. <laughs> I've opened it. You know, I opened it. I open it probably once every two months, three months. I like. I know what's in there on mm-hmm. those other weeks. So like, I don't need a new roof. I'm yeah. sorry. Don't yeah. don't come knocking <laughs> my door. I don't need one. Um, stop sending me mailers. Um, and uh, I don't need new guttering. I mean, I mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't I even want to. I'll hold on to the five or six that I use for restaurants. Mm-hmm. And my wife will they'll sit in a drawer. We have a valve pack drawer. Yeah. Pull it out and oh let's use this now. But this is this, what you're doing is better. Yeah. This is just hitting them where they're at. We all know that they're on their phones. Everybody's on their phones. Everybody knows that they're on their phones. You know, going through Facebook and yeah. uh, cruising social media, and then they come across this. and They're like, hey, it is my birthday. I should do something special. I, I deserve a cheesecake. <laughs> so what, what else does Desmo do? I mean, we've beaten this to death. What yeah. Um, I, I'd say the last thing. So we do, you know, website, the birth, uh, web, website design, the birthday marketing, copywriting, and then SEO services. Uh, SEO, of course. It, it's yeah. just a natural fit with, you know, the web design. If we're going to build you a website, you know, we'd like to help you get it to rank. It doesn't really do yeah. you much good to have a website that doesn't rank. Just sits there. Yeah. Um, I try to keep a really simple approach to SEO. I think some people try to make it way too complicated and um, 
you know, sometimes like my day job, I, I do pretend like it's the dark arts just so they think that I'm like a wizard or something, but really. <laughs> They're going to listen to this. They know the joke's up. Uh, if you're listening, boss, that's not what's going on. But um, <laughs> anyways, uh, it, it, there's a little bit of technical stuff that you got to do on page. Um, but then it really comes down to you just need to have tons of relevant content. I know that's boring and everyone hates to hear that, you know, content is king, but it's true. You got to have depth. You got to really cover topics in detail. I, I recommend 1500 word blogs at a minimum. I mean, you got to have long blogs that really cover a topic. Um, and then you need backlinks. You know, you need high quality, relevant backlinks. Don't go to Fiverr and buy, you know, 10,000 backlinks. That's not going to work. <laughs> you it's a need, terrible idea. You need like three. You know, you need a few really good backlinks is what you need. So, yeah. That's it. That's Simple crazy. as that. <laughs> you know, the, again, I mean, I, I said this at the beginning of the conversation. Um, is it, was it, a, I'm asking now, is it, was it a strategic plan of yours to stick with these four services and just milk them to death because I mean you don't want to be everyone to everything to everyone. It became a strategic plan. At first, I I fell into the trap of trying to do Chasing everything, it. everything forever. They're like, "Well, can you do some PPC?" And I'm like, "Well, I, I know a little bit about PC, PPC, you know." And I would get into that and try that, you know. And I'll do some AdWords and I'd do a little social. And I realized um, while I uh, enjoy being the jack of all hobbies, um, yeah. I don't know that it was the best fit uh, for a marketing agency. Yeah, businesses make those mistakes. So you get caught chasing the dollar. And, and you want to help your clients, you know, yeah. so you're like, sure, you know. But I, I, I've i learned to just, it, it usually turns into a headache and you don't produce as good of results as you would like. So stick to what you're good at. I love that. That's that's great. What else do you have? What's the best way for someone to find you um, if they're wanting to promote their birthday package or SEO or copywriting services yeah. how does someone find you well you can just go online go to desmomarketing.com that's yeah. the easiest way to find me um, or jordan at desmomarketing.com um, shoot me an email um, yeah pretty much any uh, anything that fits into those categories uh, be glad to help if you need words we can definitely help you so yeah. well, how's the golf game <laughs> not good not good <laughs> I shot I I did shoot an honest 99 down in the Ozarks. Okay. A legitimate honest, like, I know a lot of people, especially in the Ozarks, you know, you like, yeah, I'm an 85, ball. you know, I'm an 82. Yeah, you know, I'm not counting those three that went into the woods. There's a lot of woods here in the, in the Ozarks. So um, I, I was happy with that um, for only being like my fourth uh, round yeah. uh, of the year. It's, it's all those scrambles. You play in scrambles when you're in the corporate world sure. and you don't get any good at golf when you play those so no you don't <laughs> wife and kids are good everyone's great yep everything's great it's uh little ones at home and it's just absolute insanity that's anyway, so. yeah that's right <laughs> well hey you know i i thank you for letting me catch up uh -huh. again i mean it's it's a, a breath of fresh air to have one of these conversations with someone i've known for a while who um who we, we've you know done everything but play golf together i feel <laughs> i mean but why have we not done that i don't know we need to schedule um but I appreciate the time. I know you're busy. Um, but um, seriously, thank you for stopping by for a few minutes. And, oh, thank you for having me on the, the podcast. It was a lot of fun. Everyone, thanks for listening. I appreciate the conversation. Um, I've got another Q&A session coming up here shortly. I really, really appreciate your uh, questions. Um, they are unique. They're fresh. They're inquisitive. I try to have guests on that can talk about subjects. You've emailed me. So um, uh, next episode or two depending on how much I have to edit this one um, 
Maybe a lot, but <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have a Q and A. But again, thank you for listening. If you do have questions, continue to email me at denglish at ad-trend.com, and um, we'll uh, we'll see you then. Thanks again. Thanks a lot.